Mate, I read that your bio says you eat 1,000 packets of Skittles for breakfast. Please tell me this is true because you'd be living the dream. Um, <laughs> unfortunately, no, okay, it is true. That's what I eat for breakfast. It is? <laughs> yeah. What began your love for music? Um, I'm not really sure. I think I just, when I heard rap music when I was a kid, I just sort of thought, oh, I can probably do this. This is pretty cool. And then, yeah, so I, so I did it. And now it turns out I can do it. <laughs> of course you can. So growing up as a kid, though, were you listening to rap or what was being played around your house? Um, I I think, like, I, my parents listened to, like, well, my mum used to listen to a lot of, like, um, so I guess, like, folk music, Jim Croce, like, um, like, Joni Mitchell, Cat okay. Stevens, like, all that kind of stuff, like, Bob Dylan, Ben and Colin, like, sort of songwriting music, but then I sort of just discovered rap just from living in the late 90s, early 2000s, watching skate videos, that kind of thing. Yeah, no worries. So, but you've got this bit of a punk influence with Silverchair? Yeah, I listen to a lot of rock, too. Like, I think just, I just, like, really always ingested lots of music. So, I was just always in, interested in lyrics, and I don't know, that was just how my brain works. I just, I just love music and, and sort of, like, picking it apart. So, that's, like, yeah, lots of rock, lots of R&B, soul music, everything. What to do with an IGA store and the name All Day coming about? Is this right? Yeah, like, that's how, that's when I, that word All Day sort of occurred to me. Someone was like, oh, man, you're taking All Day, your All Day, your All Day, bro. I don't know, we were just, like, really, we used to smoke a lot of marijuana when we were young. <laughs> and uh, that's what happened. Yeah, I, I read you were vegan. Is this right? That's true. I've been vegan for about seven years. No, I just need to ask you this because I've just gone vegetarian and I've already run out of ideas and like what to eat. Any advice? What's the best vegan meal? <laughs> um, I think like, just, yeah, it's hard at first when you go vegetarian or vegan because like for me, I had to open my horizons to things like that I didn't usually eat. Like I used to have, have a pretty plain diet, I think. But um, I don't know, like everything, like lentils, like, chickpeas, every vegetable, every fruit, you know, <laughs> buckwheat, brown rice, like, yeah, so many beans, like kidney beans, black beans, tofu, like, seitan, <laughs> there's millions of, millions of things that you just need, like, I make a pasta that's, like, um, with that cashew cheese that I, like, um, grind up the cashews with, like, water and lemon juice and stuff that turns into, like, a cheese. <laughs> All the healthy stuff inspires me. Um, where does Tom shop? Because I seriously want your clothes. That's not just from Kmart, is it? Um, you can get good, like, cheap jeans at Kmart sometimes. You've got holes in them. Um, true. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. A bit of everywhere. Like, like sort of, I like op shops. Um, I go between, like, a $5 op shop piece of clothing and then, like, a, maybe, like, a occasional designer jacket or something. So back, back to the music, right? So I just want to be off topic. Uh, do you feel there are certain expectations you need to live up to being an Australian rapper? Um, I guess everyone has expectations of other people. <laughs> I don't know. My expectations of myself are just make songs that matter to people, and you know, that's kind of that's the kind of thing that I hold myself to. Mm. Where do Where do you feel though Australian hip hop is heading? 
Um, it's hard to say because musicians all have their own agenda about what they want to create. Um, I, you know, I think there's a lot of good music coming out of Australia and mm-hmm. that, and a lot of good hip-hop music and hip-hop-influenced music. And I think, like, people now, there's been generations, have grown up aware of hip-hop more than they have in the past in Australia, like, as in music fans. So mm-hmm. there's a lot more space for, you know, for a lot more hip-hop artists. So that's cool. Now, you've worked really hard, and obviously you're now an idol to musicians trying to get to where you are. What's one message that you could give them to kind of inspire them to get to where you are? Um, I don't know. Like, I suppose if you want to do something, you actually have to commit to doing it, especially if it's outside of the realm of sort of like normal, um, like, jobs and careers and hobbies, etc. Like, you, if you... It's not just like some, like there's a lot of difficult times with being a musician and you you either have the brain capacity and strength to do what you want to do and that's in any industry or any kind of dream. You either have the strength to do it or you don't and like, you know, you can't fake that. Like you either just are a person that's willing to do everything and get what they want or you're not. Mm, You've got... Like, your fans have obviously been a massive push to get to where you are. You've got so much time for your fans. I've never seen someone have so much interaction with them over social media. Yeah, and that's something that I sort of realised, like, I was just, and I always am super appreciative that people, you know, enjoy the stuff that I create, because what I create is sort of like, I sit in my house and I do it by myself, and then I go, go to the studio, just me and my engineer, and I put it out, and, you know, seeing people enjoy it still makes me super happy so when people like you know and sometimes I'm a bit I'm a bit of a weird person so like when people are like oh man I look up to you or whatever that really like is is sometimes it's hard for me as well because I'm like fuck why are they looking up to me but you know I really appreciate it and like that's so that's why I give time to people because like I feel I'm sorry I'm rambling but like you know some musicians forget that like music is a gift to humans like it's not it's not something that is like doesn't make you better than humans. It makes you like a servant to, to the people. That, that's what's said perfectly, and something you should be really proud of. And speaking of things to be proud of, release of your new single "Sides." Um, I've been listening to it on repeat. Tell me about how this track came about. Um, I'm glad that you've been enjoying it. Um, basically, um, it was a song. Sometimes, like I'm, you know, stuck thinking, "What am I going to say? What's the message of my next song? Like, what am I trying to blah blah blah?" Like sitting around thinking about it and um this song was just like one uh, a, a chorus idea and beat idea that this um go uh nine sent to me so i was like oh this is cool and i was like you know what i'll do i'm just going to write a song like in the next day take it to the studio record it get it done and then just put it out next week so just like just as fun kind of thing and because mm-hmm. i sort of i think because i wasn't thinking about oh what's the message of it what's the da 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 like it just enabled me to have a bit of fun and just sort of be a bit like I don't know ostentatious or something on there and boisterous and then um so yeah then that song just sort of came about and then because yeah I did it so quickly it had a bit of like life to it a bit of energy to it so we were like hey we'll, we'll uh we'd send it to the radio and the radio played it so yeah that's cool that was lucky. Is it is that usually your songwriting process? Just spur of the moment, have some fun and see how it turns out? 
No, but that's sometimes the problem. Sometimes you can overthink things. When you start thinking, that's when music dies. You have to just do. <laughs> is, is every song you write about a personal experience or just something random you see on the street that I'm going to write a tune about that? Um, it's usually just stuff that I've sort of been experiencing at the time. So, um, yeah, it's all, it's pretty autobiographical. Sometimes some situations are like things that I haven't fully realized yet. Like I've I've written breakup songs when I'm when I'm still with people. Now like where's this song? And I'm like and I'm like I don't know. I'm sort of like it's just made up, but it really wasn't made up. It was really in my subconscious. And then and then the breakup and then like I knew it. Um. And yeah, and then I was like that perfectly described how I was feeling. I just didn't know it yet. <laughs> what would you? What's your personal definition of success? And do you feel as though you've reached this? Um, I think. I really just want to make songs that, you know, that's my my idea of success is making songs that make people happy or are there for people and inspire people. And so to a degree, there's parts of that success that I've reached, but then I also want to do better at that and make more and be more, you know, and do it at a bigger scale. So in a lot of ways, I'm not there. But, um, yeah, like, it's just like, it's also about the me making music that I think the people I look up to would respect and enjoy. So like I wanna well, one day I want like Kanye to hear my music and go, Wow, this dude is really on some shit. So that's oh. my that's the goal. <laughs> a bit of a fangirl if he says that. Um, going going back to sides, is it hard to introduce like new songs to your fans that do you find they get stuck on like your older stuff that, you know, has just become a hit like always know the DJ? Um yeah, some like you know, songs take a while to warm up, and sides is a bit different because it's fairly ratchet. Um, you know, it's it's pretty like hip hop, and not all of, you know. I've got a, an area of fans that are sort of like into that kind of music, and always like do more rap songs, do more aggressive songs, do more, you know, that kind. And then I've got area of fans that are just like do more songs like this old emotional song. Like, and there's people who want different things, so I can't really um satiate all their needs at once yeah yeah um yeah it can be hard to warm up but i played sides a couple times live now and it was kind of fun so yeah speaking of playing live you're an adelaide boy tell me about your show coming up next thursday in your hometown oh it's thursday is it i thought it was friday okay well that's good that's good i know now um well it's going to be at hq and there are still tickets available if people are on thinking about what they're going to do on Thursday night. Get down to it. Get down to it. Get down on it. And, and what what do we expect from your live shows? Are they, do they sound like your CDs and stuff, or do you bring a new element to them? Um, yeah, well, we've got... Um, we sort of add some different things to the songs just to make them a little bit more um, dreamy or something to sort of add to the live element. Basically, if people are on drugs, they'll... <laughs> no. Get right into it, understand it. <laughs> You really get inside the songs and swim around, but um, yeah, I don't know. I think basically, like we just have, we just try to make it sort of like an experience where we, you know, there's a bunch of people coming together, and we sort of try to like combine all our little energies until we feel like we've all learned something, or you know, we feel like it feels like coming out of a church or a cult meeting or something like that. I wait to get around and see it uh, next Thursday and, you know, get into the song like you said. Thanks so much for trying to be told. It's been fun. Thank you. See, see you then. then. Yeah, bye. bye.